0: If you just tuned in, you are listening to NSU's Radio Wax at 88.5 FM. I'm your host, Camille Wright, with guest co-host, Danny Garcia, and our wonderful guests today on the Information Exchange are Kareen Hutchinson, Dr. Dolores Smiley, and Terry Morrow, discussing their work on the quilliquium on Rwanda genocide. So let's um, get back to the genocide. Can you please give our listeners just a brief overview? about the program. What is it about and that's going on on Thursday. What's in place? What events are going on? Who's coming to speak? Sure.
1: Um, as you stated, uh, Thursday, March 30th from 11 to 2 here at NOVA, we'll have uh, in the night auditorium, Carlos Santos building the uh, colloquium to address the Rwandan genocide. On the program, we will be having uh, Farquhar faculty uh, member, of Dr. David Kilroy, and he will be speaking on the background a little bit of uh, genocide in general. We also have um, Dr. Julia Chien from the Graduate School of the, the School of Humanities and Social Sciences, and she'll be talking about the importance of hearing people's stories. And following that, we will have uh, survivors coming in to speak, survivors of the 1994 Rwandan genocide, Mr. Amy Bumunio, and Ms. Marie Jose Maria Ketete. We also have coming from the UN to give the UN perspective on the genocide, Mr. Um, Jose da Silva Campino and uh, the Rwandan ambassador to the United States, uh, Dr. Zach Nsenga, will also be speaking on the post genocide uh, era of Rwanda. And uh, the, analysis, the final analysis will be done by um, Dr. Mark David Heiser, who's an assistant professor of the conflict resolution and anthropology. He's, um, I'm sorry, let me rephrase that, Dr. Mark David Heiser, he's an assistant professor of conflict resolution and anthropology over at the graduate school, um, SHSS. So these are, that's the lineup, pretty much, of the uh, program
0: though, Dr. Smiley, you mentioned it a, bit, uh, a little bit of whoever comes out to the forum, you feel that they should take action and they should go ahead. What else do you hope for the audience to gain from going to the forum?
2: Well, again, it's the awareness, and I'm hoping that out of that audience, we will find uh, some people will come forward to say, "Uh, what can I do to help? And because we are not looking at this, as I mentioned uh, earlier, as a one-time affair, we want to get those people together and to start to uh, brainstorm, if you will, on ways that we can... uh, put activities together, maybe revise curriculum, uh, look at various ways that we as NSU employees in whatever capacity that we find ourselves, what contribution we can make.
3: And going off of that, you know, you're asking people to, or you're hoping people will be involved. What prompted you guys to throw all of your efforts into career's passion? What was it that made you realize that you know this is a student who has something here and that they're really passionate about? They want to go through it. What gave you guys, you know, the emotion and, and basically the determination to fund the project and basically build off of it?
2: Well, one thing we know that Kareem's not going to go away. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. It was the quality of the subject matter that was brought before us and the passion, again seriously, that Kareen uh, uh, expressed with that. And it wasn't, it wasn't very hard to, to, uh, to feel that, to hear that, and to become a part of that. And then with this, I, I'm looking a little bit further uh, from just this, this passion uh, as to how broadly can we embellish this. And what will it? What impact will it have on the NSU community, on the community at large, on the world? Because we're thinking global here. Um, we're we want we're wanting to see uh, what goes into global approaches. Um, there's so many different uh, issues that can emanate from this particular event. Those are the things, when I, when I get on board, those are the kinds of things that I'm looking at because anything having to do with diversity, education thereof, community, uh, involvement, that's where I am, that's where that's my passion, that's what I do. Before
3: I go to the next question, uh, something I noticed is recently at a student function um, out at Quad Thursday, which is something that happens every Thursday for students, uh, you had placed a, basically what would look like a body, it was clothing stuffed and, and, and with hands and everything, and it had a statistic on it. How, how did you come up with the different, like, what was your focus on the different ways of reaching students? Did you look at, you know, that is something that would catch with eye and then having the information session? Or what basically I'm asking is, what prompted you to want to build a colloquium on the
1: Okay, as far as the prop at Quad Thursday, that's not my responsibility. I was very surprised, and Terry had pointed that out to me. Mm-hmm. She said, did you see that? You need to look at it. And that was a student here, Sean Berg, that had that idea. That was his wow. prop. That and I cool. had to—I really had to contact him. I'm like, Sean, where did you get this idea? It's great. Can we probably use it for the conference as well? And he was very gracious in offering his helping that way. So... When you get an idea or when you see a, a, a thought come to life or someone acting on it, I think there is a time when that thought goes throughout. I think that one um, psychologist called it, calls it the, um, the, the universal subconscious, or something that called Carl Jung talks about the universal subconscious. And it's basically people having thoughts that are similar around a period of time. NSU undergrad this year, they're addressing the good and evil theme. I was not aware of that at the time because I I started thinking about the project last August after I viewed the movie. And I, I, I just started calling and making contacts. And then I came back for the school year and wow, the theme was good and evil. So you have that thought. It's just like so amazingly coincidental. But you see that that thought is going throughout, you know, the community. And I, with that, I have the feeling that you, you keep mentioning what is it you want people to do, what can we do. I think people are beginning to be aware and, and beginning to act, even with the, the prompt of uh, the, the body laying out there to bring attention to genocide. I mean, it's awesome. So for me, it, it gives me hope. That this is just not a one-time conference. It's just not a one-time event. People are willing to
0: listen. They're willing to act. Feeding into the good and evil theme, NSU's good and evil theme. How do you think this ties in? How would you say this ties into that theme? This is theme of good and evil. Anyone? Anyone?
2: Um, I think. I think that um, good and evil are. Um, my personal opinion, Um, kind of there are spiritual forces behind everything that's going on, Um, and there's good and evil that exists, and um, I think there's good and evil that we can see in humanity, Um, and this is a wonderful opportunity to to kind of see that, where that exists within the Rwanda genocide, where was um, the evilness that came out of that, and where was the good? And it forces us to think, to analyze, Um, just throwing out the concept good and evil, existing simultaneously within our society, it almost begs the question, what side are you falling on? What do you support? Uh, We throw this out here, it may manifest itself in many different uh, activities, many different things you may do in regards to that. But I would think that it would go back, as we said uh, earlier, to a personal thing, because that's what we have to do. You know, what side are we falling on? Uh, Are we able to see the good? Are we able to see the the, uh, evil? Are we able to make the distinctions between the two? What do we need to do as a result of that? And that's part of being a citizen in our society.